0: here with the tell it like it is the kingdom way and this is part two that we're talking about the order of the kingdom now last time on our last program last week they said that I talked so fast that they were going to have to turn it on slow in order for people to hear me so I'm going to talk slow I'm going to try I'm going to start out that way anyway okay we already know that our scripture is in Ephesians but we're going to go to Romans 12. I have to deal with, we have to deal with Romans 12 in order to be able to walk through what it was that we talked about last week. One of the things of it is, is this. If you don't get. If you don't design, if you don't desire in your heart. That you're going to live according to to the way that God made you to live. That you're going to live, that we're going to live like I'm in his image. I'm after his likeness. He made me in his image and after his likeness. So I'm going to be after his likeness. I'm gonna be like David. And David was a man that went after God's own heart. He went after it. It wasn't just saying, oh, David was a man after God's heart, that God just thought David was was all of this. No, David, on purpose, he decided that he was going to walk in the heart of God, that he was not going to walk in his own heart and his own ways. So let me pray for us right now that we can receive what it is that God has for us. Father, as I sit here in my seat, In Christ, in Christ it, surround it. I ask you right now to empower me in ways to let me know the power that you have empowered me with so that I can manifest what you want manifested in and through this body where the kingdom of God is manifesting on earth, because I know that that is your will. That's your will, that's your way of being and doing. And that's what I desire to do. So as we open up your word today, as you bring forth what it is that you want brought forth, I ask you for all that are willing to be able to walk as you walk, to be able to think like you think. And I ask you, To help me to articulate exactly what it is that you are saying and being like on the day of Pentecost, where they all heard you in their own language. Let whatever temperament ears, let whatever set of ears, however it is, whether it's the sanguine, the supine, the melancholy, the phlegmatic or the caloric, let them hear the way that they need to hear so that their mind is changed, their ears are changed, their eyes are changed. Let us be able to see the reality of who you are, because that is the only reality that matters. And I thank you for that in the name of Jesus. We're going to deal with two extra scriptures. We know that we're in Ephesians 4, but we also want to go back to Romans 12. Well, before we go to Romans 12, why don't we go to Proverbs 3? My Bible just seems to open up to these. And I'm really trying to talk slow, so I'm not going to get excited today. I mean, I'm going to try not to get excited. What he tells us to do here in in Proverbs 3, I'm just going to read a little bit of stuff to you. He says here, my, my child, my son, and that is not a gender thing. Do not forget my law or my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. Now, just this, just this, just that one thing. Let my heart, let your heart keep my commandments. Do you realize what would happen to us if we allowed God's heart to keep our, uh, uh, uh his heart, that our heart would keep his commandments? Do you realize where we would be? Do you realize what we would be doing? Do you realize that the nations that we live in would be blessed? Do you? Uh, would be transformed, do you realize that the things that are going on now in the nation where the president needs help, the vice president needs help, the the senate needs help, the supreme court, the superior courts, all the different courts, your house needs help. Everybody needs it. But if we would allow that, if we would allow his commandments, what are his commandments? His commandments is his word. His commandments are his promises. His commandments is... You, I made you in my image. I made you after my likeness. My commandment for you is that you operate on that level. That's what it is. All of his commandments are good. None of his commandments are grievous because what they're meant for is to take you and I and put you into the position, put you into the place where the best of God is for you and any and all parts of God is for you. You are to be seated in him in heavenly places, so that you don't have to scream, God, hear me, you're right there, why are you screaming, you said, Dr. Baker, you're screaming, well, I'm screaming, because you all way out there, and I'm sitting in here, okay, and I'm just loud, period, okay, I mean, even when I'm quiet, I'm loud, uh, anyway, this is how he made me, he made me excitable, I mean, this is, this is, this is just who it is, okay, Uh, um, At at any rate, he made us so that his commandments could work in us. And just imagine that. Just imagine the life of his commandments working in you because his commandments are words and his word is alive his word is powerful, his word is sharp, it will cut through all the bull crap, it will cut through all the negative, it will cut through all the fleshy stuff, it will cut through all of that, his word is made for that, and then he says, I will give you length of days, it cuts to, it cuts it cuts in half. It cuts, well, it, it chops up them short lives. If that's what, not what you want to live. It does those things. Why? Because it puts his purpose in you. And then as his purpose is in you, it means that he has things that he continuously wants to do in and for you in and through you. He says for length of days and years of life that is worth living. I'm not talking about existing. I live a joyful life. I live a life I don't even care. People accuse me of this. They cuss me out. They do all of those things for you that don't know. a a Cuss is a black word for curse, I guess. Oh, no. Curse is curse and cuss is cuss. They use them nasty words at me and to me. But it's all okay because it, it, it really doesn't matter. Why is that? Ah, why does not that matter? Because I know who I am. My clear conscience is my only defense. I give that to you. Pa- uh, Pastor Garcia gave it to me many, many years ago. Now I give it to you. My clear conscience is the only thing that will defend me. And the only person I care about defending myself to is me. Is me. I will never defend myself with you. I will never defend myself with anybody. And I sure ain't going to defend myself with God. So who else is left? Only me. It's only me. It's only me that says take this word and allow it to, to search your heart. Allow it to drain these areas that need to be drained. Allow it to change these things. He says a life worth living and tranquility inward and outward and continuing through old age to death. I mean, here it is. I'm supposed to be in these old age. He says, the older you get, the the more I'm going to work with your cellular being. I will renew your youth as the ego. I'll put vigor back in you. I'll put excitement in you. I'll put a hop in your step. Whatever is necessary so that you can do what it is that I want done so that my commandments can work in you. It is for that reason, so that the commandments of God, the words of God can work in and through us. And he says, let not mercy and kindness um um, uh, uh, shedding, shedding out all hatred and selfishness, and um, but walk in truth, shutting out all deliberate hypocrisy and 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 falsehood. Forsake, don't let it forsake you. Put it around your throat, choke yourself if you have to. If you're about to say something that is going to destroy another person. Uh, Write them on the tablets of your heart. And if we have, and when we have God's heart, when we write it on the tablets of our heart, then it means something. Okay, why is all of this necessary? So that I find favor and good understanding. Many people say, oh, I got all this favor. You ain't got no understanding of it. What difference does it make? You can have all these things you want to, but you don't have the understanding of what the favor is for. You will misuse it. As my mentor, Mike, uh, uh, Mike, uh, Miles Monroe uh used uh, used to say he's his book still say it. But at any rate, if you don't understand the purpose of the thing, if you don't understand why you have it, why do you have this mercy? Why do you have this grace? If you don't understand it, then you will misuse it. We have seen this in the body. We have seen this to all people. They didn't know why they had the favor to get finances. They didn't know why they had the grace to get finances. They didn't know why they had the favor to get a, a, a platform. They didn't know. And they misused it because, they did not have the understanding that they were supposed to have. And uh, uh, good understanding, high esteem in the sight of God or in the judgment of God I, and man. So wh- what it is is that I take what God has given me and I use it towards man, not misuse it, not use it just for my good, not use it just to have me to be uh, all whatever it is that I could be, not to have me to have this picture in my mind of who it is I am to be. And then what I have to do, you see, how do I do that, Dr. Baker? I'm so glad you asked. I am so glad you asked. You helped me a lot by asking that question. Here's how you do it. You lean on, trust in, be confident in the Lord. Now, first, he's got to be your owner. He's got to be your master. He's got to be your your Lord. He's got to be the one that makes the decisions. He's got to be the one that follows. He's got to be the one. And if he's not the one, he is not your Lord. See, and that's the big problem with most people. He is not your Lord, Savior. Yeah, he saved everybody all at one time. Not everybody will not everybody will receive his lordship, and not everyone will spend eternity with him. But he saved you. But you didn't accept that saving. And even if you accept the saving, but didn't accept him as Lord, as owner, as the only word, not just the last word. He is the only word. He's the only word that matters. Uh, With all of my inside, with all of my heart, with all of my ways, with everything, with all of your heart and mind, and do not rely on, on your own insight or understanding, Oh, well, I think this is the way it should be done. You just became your own Lord. You've just became a fool going someplace to happen. One that does not love God and that's walking in their own way. He's because he just said, love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I'm not talking nasty. I'm not talking bad. I'm not trying to uh, hurt your little feelings or any of those things. But the word of God will offend you. If you don't want to obey the word of God, it will offend us. It will give us ways to be offended. See, I cannot rely on my own insight or my own understanding. Well, I think it should go this way. Well, that's not the way he said it to go. All right. In all of my ways, in all of your ways, recognize, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. He is not directing many people's paths. Why is that? Because they do not, they do not lean on him. They lean on their own understanding and their own insight. Now run on over to uh, uh, Matthew 6. We're going to get to to that other one eventually, but I'm trying not to talk as fast as I talked before. He goes, uh, uh read with the whole Matthew six, but I'm just going to jump down here to verse 31 and then I'm going to read down through, uh, uh, 34. He says, therefore, do not worry. Be anxious saying, 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 don't be saying these words. Don't be talking this talk all the time. Don't be cursing yourself, not cussing, cursing yourself, um, What are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? How am I going to live? How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to? If you have to, you're at a creek. It's not going to happen. Because you're going to be doing the only way that you can do it yourself is to toil like Adam. Remember, he says you will toil in the ground and it's not going to give you what it is that you want it to give you. It is not going to produce in the way that you need it to reduce, produce because that's what your reliance on. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm a kingdom citizen. Well, why you keep acting like Adam? Well, you keep going back there, feeling, doing all this stuff for yourself? Why not do some of the relaxing that he says? Relax in him. I ain't talking about lay on your lazy behind and do nothing. That is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about why don't we start to think like him? Why don't we start to act like he thinks? Why don't we start to move in that and allow? You see, it's not works, it's him. It's him moving us. In him, I move. In him, I breathe. In him, I have my being. I have no being outside of him. In him, I have all of this, okay? So uh, um, for the, the, the heathen, those that have no covenant, and many people that call themselves believers, Christians, or whatever it is, they have no covenant. They cannot recognize their covenant. There's a covenant that he would like to have with you, and he provided this covenant for everyone that would receive it, but they did not receive it, so you act like a heathen. You act like somebody that don't belong to the family. It would be like my granddaughter or my daughter or uh, uh, even my other daughter walking in and saying, may I walk it?" Well, they won't ask, can I walk on the floor? Because if it's freshly vacuumed, they know they better keep their their feet off of it. Because I like to look at those lines for a long time, as long as I can anyway. But at any rate, you know, it would be like them saying, may I have some water? May I have some of this? May I have some of this? Oh, can I please? Well, since I can have some water, may I have a glass to put it in? would be just that stupid for the gentiles the heathens uh these are the things that they wish for god says i want you to start striving i want you just to to receive to take to receive what it is that i have for you but in order to receive you've got to open your hands to give i taught on this this past weekend at the love and unity conference i taught on the fact that people don't know how to receive why because when they give they're not giving they're not releasing it so that they can receive it back. I live with my hands open all the time. I'm open to receive, but I'm open to give. I'm open to receive and to give. I'm open for him to take out whatever it is that he wants to and say, send this here, give this here. And then I'm open for him to put it in my hands so that I can distribute it the way that he wants to distribute it distributed. Understand that I'm walking in the prosperity. I want to walk in the prosperity than the riches so that I can, so that I can disperse the wealth. The wealth is for disbursement. It is not for consumption it is so that people can see who and how great our God is, how he supplied for an ungrateful people, how he went into to call the cultures, for God so loved the world, he so loved the cosmos that he gave his son his son came so that he could provide for all the different systems so that he could take them out of the hands, out of the influence out of the realm of the demonic realm, so that we, we as sons of God as the corporate son of God could put the adversary where he belongs and that's under our feet that the <clears throat> that the people that are supposed to be in those positions supposed to be in those places can come into those places and it didn't happen by a popular vote it did not happen that way it happened because the covenant of God the covenant of God the covenant uh, uh, um Deuteronomy eight eighteen, Deuteronomy 8 came into place my God, my God, my God, don't you realize who you are? Don't you realize why you're here? Don't you realize what you have in your mouth and in your head? He says, I want you to have my mind. I want you to have, I mean, my son, my daughter, they are brilliant people, but they still ain't got, they still do not operate in the realm that they will operate in, but they're pushing for it. Do you understand this? Why is that? Because the mind of Messiah creates things that can be created no other way. There are things that are waiting on us. He says, I've hidden, I've hid treasures. I've hidden treasures in the book of Isaiah. He talks about that. I have hidden treasures that I have hidden for you. Now have my mind so that your eyes can open up so that you can see, and then you can move from this dimension into that dimension. And then you can You can have it, you can occupy that space, and that space can occupy you so that you can truly see it. (laughs) And when you truly see it, it must manifest. It has no choice. It has no choice. And it's not about I believing, I'm believing. If you're believing, you will never see it. He says it's time now to manifest. It's time to take your position. It's time to take your stance. It's time to take on this mind and understand this mind. It's my mind. You think God is sitting up there believing? He said, God, you just believing? You think He's sitting over here just believing? That I'm sitting in Him and He's just believing that something's going to happen? No, that's not what I'm hearing from my seat. Oh, my God, my God. Come on, people. Mm, We got to do this. Oh, well, the next generation, I ain't waiting on no next generation. I want the next, I want the generations behind me. Whatever. I'm doing this from this generation so that they have something to follow. I do not see where Paul kept talking about. Let's do this for that generation, that generation. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. And as he followed me, you follow me, you follow me, and then you do greater than I've done, just as Jesus did. His disciples followed him, and he says, greater works than these will you do. Why? Because I go to my Father. Now, here it is. I'm saying I am a manifester of the goodness of God. I am a manifester of those things that God wants to manifest in this earth, what he needs in this earth. Now, generations behind me, follow me as I follow him. Follow me. I'm going somewhere. I'm going into realms that you want to go into. I'm going into realms that I don't want to do this just so that you can see. I want you to do it and you follow me. This this is not about this is not about you working for me. No. No. This is about an apprenticeship. I'm training you. Train them up in the way that they should go. This is what the apostles and prophets and, and evangelist pastors teach But I'm talking about the apostles and the prophets. This is what the government that we're supposed to set up. That we're doing something. We're moving. We're changing things. Because this is what the king desires. And so now let's build up this body. Let's let the body. Let's let those the rest of the ecclesia follow us as we follow Him in integrity, in 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 honor, in 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 power and might, in the authority, in the image, uh, in the image and likeness of God. That now they look and they say, "Wow, this is what heaven is about. This is what God is about. This is what Jesus is about." Not, I wonder. People won't have to come up and ask you for prayer, for healing. Manifestation takes place because you've just stepped in there. This is who we are. Come on, think with me. Come on, dream with me. See it with me. Let God's mind work in you with me. Don't be sitting there acting like it don't matter because it does. He says this. For all these things, uh, all these things that the Gentiles seek and crave after, and dig- diligently seek, all these things, and your heavenly Father, He knows that you need everything. So, what did He do? He knew our needs. So, what did He do? He says, "I provided a way for you. It's here. It's it's Romans twelve. It's Proverbs three. It's all of those." He says those are those just those look just those three square just those three will get you there. And then the others will open you up and you'll be able to see. But once as you get there, <coughs> pardon me, <coughs> you're not gonna want to let go of it. He says, and how do I do that? I seek first, I seek, I aim at, I strive for, I strive after. I mean, I have determined that I'm not stopping. Uh, uh, first, of all, His kingdom. He is my King, and the kingdom of God is in me. Now, and His righteousness. Now we talk about this, and I talk about it. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But what is that righteousness? That's manifesting what God would manifest. That's manifesting His. That's manifesting His ways of being and doing. Okay, what does that mean? Well, Jesus manifested uh, what needed to happen when there was five loaves. He fed all those people. He looked up and he said, "Ah, Father, I know you heard my prayer. He never said, multiply this fish, multiply this, this bread. He said, five-fold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, come do your work. Look at all of those things that happened in there. The apostle and the prophet, number one, the prophet spoke. God, you heard my prayer. The apostle pointed to it. I mean, the prophet pointed to it. The apostle said, okay, now let's break through. Let's break through this dimension. Here, he passed it out. Then what happened? The evangelist went out and said, "Help every help yourself, help yourself, help yourself." Okay, the pastor says, "I'm here for you," and the teacher said, "Chew," and be full because you know you got the bread and the fish. You got to chew it. You know the teacher taught you how, but the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher—they were all there at the same time. In Him, that's who we came out of. We didn't create this. None of it's fallen away. The reason that we have such a problem is that we want the dispensationalism. We want the cessation from this. You know, we want, oh, this is over. Are you out of your mind? No, you're in your mind. Get out of your mind and get his mind in you. He is not finished with any of it. He still, everything is based on this, on his government, on the way that he set it up in the first place. He says, but when you do this and you seek first the kingdom, you understand the kingdom, that I am the king, and this is my domain. So it operates in the supernatural way. It's actually supposed to be our natural way. And the world stuff is supposed to be a, super, uh, a natural thing uh, where it's there. They walk in so much in the natural and they walk in so far to the ground until they need a super pickup. But what it is, is this is supposed to be how we are supposed to walk. We don't have to strive for this. This was a free gift for him. He says, but we do have to work to get into this place to believe like this. That's where the work is. That's why he said, renew your mind. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why do I need a renewed mind? So that I can prove what is the perfect, what is the will of God? What is God's way that this is really what it is that God intended and how God intended for us to live? That's why my mind needs to be renewed. That's why I presented my body a living sacrifice. That's why I don't want to think my old ways because they were rotten. That's why I protect my mind. That's why I do that. Then I don't have to be concerned about casting down all of these imaginations because my imagination in him has gotten so great that the only thing that I can see is him. I can see him. I can see the manifestation of him in your body. I can see the manifestation of him in your family. I can see uh, uh, people. I can see com- people coming out of prison. I can see these things happening. Let me finish with this because I have about oh my God! I don't even have a whole minute. Uh, And all these things will be taken care of for you. God says, this is what it is that I have done. I've already done it. Now, what I'm asking you to do is to break through the ceiling that you have created, to break through that membrane, to break through so that the birth of these things can happen, so that the the earth that's crying out for the sons of God to manifest that we have done it. And this is the end of this program today. This is Dr. Baker J. Baker saying, I will see you next time on the Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way, and I hope that you desire to laugh because they call me the laughing doctor and that's what I'll be doing when I see you next week. Bye-bye.